0: We're finally seeing movement in the Oakland A's plans of what they're going to do. Are they going to move to Vegas? Well, it sounds like they are, right? They've signed a deal to purchase land near the Las Vegas Strip, where they're going to build a billion dollar, a billion and a half ballpark. And the team president said it last night. Uh, So the agreement is for a 49 acre site owned by Red Rocks. And, of course, they're the parent company of Stations Casino. So the president, Dave Cavall, said to the Review Journal that the 1.5 billion, 35,000 seat stadium with a retractable roof would be built on the site and that other developments, including restaurants and an amphitheater, are being discussed. They're working with Clark County on a public-private partnership to fund the stadium, The A's said they want to break ground next year and would want to move into the new park by 2027. He said, for a while, we were on parallel paths with Oakland, but we have turned our attention to Las Vegas to get a deal here for the A's and find a long-term home. Oakland has been a great home for us for over 50 years, but we really need this 20-year saga completed, and we feel there's a path to being here in Southern Nevada to do that. The A's have been looking for this new home for years. That dump, the ashtray they play in, has got to go. It's been there since 68. It's embarrassing. They wanted to build a stadium in Fremont and San Jose, and then the Oakland waterfront, and then all of a sudden Las Vegas came around. The A's lease at the Coliseum expires after the 24 season. Rob Manfred has supported uh, the purchase agreement and for the A's going to Vegas. Manfred said, we support the A's turning their focus on Las Vegas and look forward to them bringing finality to the process by the end of the year. Oakland's mayor criticized the announcement and said the city is ceasing negotiations and moving forward to other options. What other options are there? I mean, honestly... The mayor said, I'm deeply disappointed that the A's have chosen not to negotiate with the city of Oakland as a true partner in a way that respects the long relationship between the fans, of the city and the team. Yet it is clear to me that the A's have no intentions to stay in Oakland and have simply been using this process to try to extract a better deal out of Las Vegas. I'm not interested in continuing to play that game. The fans and our residents deserve better. So according to the paper in Vegas, the purchase agreement is for the land only. The A's have the option to purchase an additional eight acres at a later date. It's about a mile north of Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play. It's about a mile west of T-Mobile where the Knights play. The team president said, uh, it's really exciting to have a site. We've spent two years doing our due diligence, working with community leaders, elected officials, and everyone in town to really determine a location that could be a win for the A's as well as the community and public officials. Of course, Vegas has been a AAA team since 83, and currently the club is the A's affiliate. So it's all evolving rapidly, and the A's are going to move to Las Vegas, and they're going to build a billion-and-a-half-dollar stadium, and it is going to be kick-ass. Vegas is the greatest city for sports. I've said it a million times. They should have every team there. They will have every team there. I believe they'll have an NBA team there soon enough. They already have the Summer League there, and it's kick-ass. You know the NBA is going to end up there, right? Like Because they got uh, the NFL. They got hockey. Now they're getting the A's. And all that's left is an NBA team. And then you can start having... Everything in Vegas. Final Fours every couple years. Super Bowls every couple years. Let's stop with all the shenanigans. The bottom line is everybody wants to go to Vegas to party. Everybody wants to go to Vegas for the Super Bowl. Everybody wants to go to Vegas for the Final Four. Everybody wants to go to Vegas for the Formula One. Everybody wanted to go to Vegas for the NFL Draft. Everybody likes going to Vegas for the Summer League. Everybody loves going to you know, the games at T-Mobile for the... The Knights, they're packed every game, and they're a playoff team. Every game for the Raiders is sold out. I mean, Vegas is hopping. It's jumping. It's cool. It's got a vibe. Everybody wants to be there, and everybody wants to be there to party. And then the sports goes right with it. And then all those leagues were afraid of gambling in the past. Now they're all in bed with gambling and gambling companies. And they're all making tons of money off of gambling. It makes sense. It was only a matter of time. I've always said it was going to happen in Vegas for every single sport that matters. I got to tell you, I think this Dylan Brooks cat is an idiot. I think he's a moron. I think he acts like an asshat, a clown. I think he's a loser. He started up with LeBron James, of all people, in the third quarter of the Grizzlies, win over the Lakers on Wednesday night, and then he went off on him post game. The confrontation happened when the Grizzlies called a timeout with eight minutes left in the third after a couple of buckets by LeBron cut the Lakers' deficit to 14. Brooks, everybody knows he's a defender and an antagonist. He said James told him he was dumb for having picked up his fourth foul and barked back at him. I don't care. He's old, he said, Brooks. You know what I mean? I was waiting for that. Uh, I was expecting him to do that, like, game four, game five. He wanted to say something when I got my fourth foul. He should have been saying that earlier on. I poke bears. I don't respect no one until they come and give me 40. 40. LeBron's teams have won 10 of 13 games that he faced Brooks in his career, but LeBron's high-scoring total in those games is 34. James is averaging 25 points and 52% shooting in the 11 regular season games. Brooks, who had 12 points on 5 of 14 shooting and played just 23 minutes because of the foul trouble, said that uh, James started the trash talk. And he said, James is the one that's frustrated. He said that he hopes James wants to talk again in game three. He said, Brooks, quote, I said, oh, finally you want to talk? He's got his big fat ass DB ice medallion on his chest the size of Texas and his designer shades. And he said, then we started to get into a conversation. I just let him know that you can't take me one-on-one. You haven't. Go look at the film. He doesn't really take me one-on-one until that moment. Then when he got subbed out, he was tired. So I did my job. LeBron has gone 7-14 from the floor with Brooks as the primary defender on him in two games. And Brooks did say LeBron's a legend, but he's just another basketball player to him when he's competing against him. He said that LeBron, who has four titles, four MVPs, 19 all-star appearances, is past his prime. He said, quote, he's just not at the same level that he was when he was on Cleveland winning championships. Miami, Uh, you know, LeBron averaged 28, 8, and 6 this season. Brooks said, I wish I got to see that. I would have... You know, been a little bit harder for me, I guess, but I'm playing with what I've got. Just wear and tear on him throughout a seven-game series and see if he can take it. See if he wants to play the one-on-one battle or if he wants to be out on the sidelines shooting the basketball. Brooks thinks he can take on the 6'9", 250-pound James. Brooks is 6'7", 225. And he said giving James little bumps here and there just to get him tired is his strategy and he needs to avoid fouling uh, and, and getting in foul trouble. He said, you, you know see these fouls for LeBron and AD and the guys when I'm guarding, especially when the refs want to call ticky-tack stuff. We've been watching the playoffs and stuff's hard-nosed. They're finding ways to bring back that regular seat and stuff. I ain't for that. I'm here for the playoffs. So hopefully they get that under control. So if this guy, Brooks, scores 12 in a game, it's a miracle. I don't think he matters. I think he's full of shack, And I think it's a kiss of death for him to start talking trash about LeBron James. It's going to come back to haunt him. He thinks he can stop LeBron from doing whatever he wants and that he can, you know— blow all this smoke about him that he sucks, he's old, he's tired he can't do anything against him one-on-one he'll shut him down he's finished, he's not the same player he was, I mean it's just like inviting LeBron to go off on him, I mean LeBron's gonna go off on this guy to prove a point, LeBron is still, got it, he's still dominant, he's still unstoppable Brooks hasn't stopped him The bottom line is the Lakers won game one, the Grizzlies won game two. Now they're going to crypto and lipstick city and we'll see what the Grizzlies are made of on the road. And LeBron at home in L.A. with a guy taunting him, a guy saying he's finished, a guy saying he sucks and he doesn't have it anymore and that he's tired. Are you kidding me? You got to be a moron to challenge that guy that way. He's the best player maybe ever and you're going to challenge him and tell him he sucks, you're going to talk smack to him, you're going to get served up, boy. And by the way, I love the Warriors GM Bob Myers when he had a press conference yesterday said, we've been here before. Once these decisions are made, there's no appellate court. It's over. You can react however you want. It doesn't change the fact that he's not playing green, and we've got a game. So it doesn't matter what I think. Kers said that Green's the ultimate competitor. Everybody knows he's going to occasionally tip over the edge and his motions get the best of him. That's part of it. There's no stopping it. You're not going to be able to put your armor on him and say, okay, let's move forward. It doesn't work that way. Bottom line is, they don't have him tonight. And I still think the Warriors are going to get even with the Sacramento Kings. I think they're going to get all the calls. I think they're going to beat their ass. I think the Kings got gift-wrapped a ton of calls in the two games in Sacramento.